You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Live from San Diego Comic-Con 2023, where there's no Rick and Morty meet and greet where we meet those. But guess what? We got to meet some other cool creators, and we got to talk to them. We're bringing that to you right now here on Intermental RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Interdimensional RSS. How do we even have bonus episodes when we don't make this show regularly? I don't know. <laughs> we'll think about that later. I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And and welcome and welcome to a special episode. I think it's a special episode. We we usually talk about Rick and Morty content purely here, but we had a we really had a, a cool, great opportunity uh to talk about another adult swim show that's that's going into its second season. Some might say it was a whopportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and those people would be Burger King, not a sponsor. Um, yeah, so so we we went out to San Diego Comic Con this week. Uh, had a great time. Thanks to everybody uh, that followed along while we were doing that. But while we were there, uh, we got to talk to the creators of Teenage Euthanasia, which is coming back this week for its second season. That's right, season two is premiering July twenty sixth. At midnight on Adult Swim, that's that's what the promotional images are telling me. So, yeah, that's that's what that's what they're that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And I, who am I? Who am I to uh, disbelieve them? And also, I can't argue. And also, it premieres on uh, Max, not HBO Max, but Max Max on the twenty sixth. Max. Uh, so so that's go right. so go ahead and check that out. Uh, but oh, we subscribe. Yeah, like yeah. and like and subscribe and Max. <laughs> No, I, I I put up a, I put up an image, uh, their promotional image, and as soon as I did, like a pop up <laughs> popped up. Oh. It was like subscribe to our oh. uh, our website, and I was like, I don't know, I, I don't just want to show this except, cool image. Except cookies, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So if I mean, obviously, interdimensional RSS, we are a Rick and Morty podcast. That is what we talk about. But uh, if we are no strangers to a semi pertinent conversation right and and many shows on adult swim uh if if you like rick and morty you you may like teenage euthanasia already but if you don't if you've never seen the show before um this maybe this opportunity for you to check it out for the first time brandon and i watched several episodes to get ready for this interview and what were your initial thoughts after watching a little bit of teenage euthanasia I didn't really know what to, to to expect coming coming into it. I you probably feel the same way. Uh, we watched a couple of episodes there at the convention floor in the in the press room because we were press. It's no it's no big deal. You don't oh, have to let me pick up that humble brag that you just dropped. You don't have to. You don't have to thank us or celebrate us for how great we are. Uh, we already know. Um, anyway, so we we watched a couple episodes uh, and and we're laughing inside the the, the press room uh, at at this thing and then. Uh, watch another episode like the next morning, uh, one of the episodes for season two. And I'm in your mother-in-law's house downstairs drinking coffee, laughing at uh, a goat. And uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, OK, yeah, this this, this episode, this this series is really, really funny. What about you? Yeah. No, I, I again, didn't know exactly what to expect. I, I'd seen some promotional 
uh, like ads for the show. But outside of that, I didn't really know what the premise of the show was. Um, you you were you were kind enough to to copy like IMD's bronopsis right there, the IMD synopsis that says a former runaway teen mom is accidentally resurrected in her family's funeral home, giving her a second chance to raise her now teenage daughter. Uh, the things that that synopsis leaves out are things like the setting of this is in a near future of central Florida. So you have the environment of central Florida with like technology being about 10 to 15 years in the future, but almost all of it is like bad. It's still, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still, it's, it's, it's still it's designed to sell you things. It's still Floridian, uh, in, yeah. in, its, in its very nature. Um, yeah. And, and like Florida is, is a big part of the, of the show. Uh, one of the, one of the creators is, is actually from Florida, which is, is part of the inspiration for it. And, uh, so anyways, we, we, we got a chance to talk to them. Uh, we had about 10 minutes to, to chat with them and hang out. Yeah. And, and at figuring as this is, this show is premiering, uh, like now, like this week, uh, we wanted to get this interview out to you as soon as possible so you could hear a little bit more from them um one last note before we get into this interview uh the main character trophy uh that's the the resurrected uh teen mom uh she also has death powers because she's resurrected she has death powers so i just want to get that out <laughs> yeah. there before yeah. we talk about it in the interview and it doesn't make any sense um i, I think i think that i think that's important because the imdb synopsis uh, which is just something we we, we do we like we like you know, the, the, my Twilight Zone thing, do the IMDb synopsis. Uh, but like, it doesn't really capture the essence of what the show is about. It, it gives you the basic byline, but it doesn't tell you how, how crazy, how uh, absurd, how funny some of the lines can be. There's like, there's a, in the, in the pilot, there's <laughs> the, the, the Uncle Pete, who's uh, voiced by Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. He, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Um, he is, is, is in a mall and he's looking for a new shirt. And then he goes to a store uh, called lids, but for shirts. <laughs> and it's like, it's yeah. just, it's such a, such a, like that, that thing still tickles me. That line still tickles me <laughs> anyway. Um, it's a good show. Uh, you should definitely check it out, but not until you listen to this, our interview with co-creators of the show, Allison Levy and Alyssa Nutting. Here is our interview. I think our first question is, uh, what sort of inspired you to develop teenage, teenage euthanasia? Loneliness. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, just having kind of familial relationships that missed the mark and also the adolescent loneliness of, of just kind of being a female teen in the world who, um, is, is really unseen and, uh, unwanted in many ways and just not what it, we're told is valuable in terms of being a teen girl. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I can't emphasize <laughs> that, but no, I, I mean, I, I think, I think, uh, some of those familiar relationships are, are definitely an aspect of, of a lot of folks and, uh, the, uh, relatable with some of the characters within the show. Um, and so with that in mind, uh, there is such a diverse uh, cast of characters, right? Uh, are there any characters that you particularly uh, 
empathize with or relate to more than others? I mean, I'm kind of a baba. Um, I, I really, I do feel her, like the weight of it all that she feels. And then at the same time, just how she doesn't have time to deal with everyone's particulars. Uh, She has a hag wisdom that she's truly (laughs) willing and desiring to impart. And, you know, there's something to the hag wisdom. You know, she, if, you know, Annie's trying to deal with like one episode, like uh, it's a, it's a sex ed class. And she's just like, you know, she welded her own chastity belt, you know, back in the old country or, I've been telling, you know, she, she leans into her hatred, um, you know, to be the thing that drives her. I, I, I really feel like she's, she's what I, uh, I don't know, aspire to. She's very aspirational, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm from Florida. So trophy, I, I relate to trophy a little more, you know, than maybe I should, you know, um, I don't love wearing shoes, um, <laughs> even when I want to get service. Right. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I think just kind of like some of her, um, transactional approaches mm-hmm. to life probably, um, you know, stem, stem, uh, from something I relate to, but, um, but Annie is definitely who, you know, I was in, in high school. So, um, I'm a little Jekyll Hyde trophy Annie. Uh, uh, in, in the, uh, in the season two premiere, I, I liked the, uh, the hag night stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, everyone's going to fall in love with the hags. Our editor, I was like, calm down, dude. Like he just really, really likes the hags. So there might be some, you know, we need hag yeah. puppets. You know? <laughs> like, they are just so adorable. Ne- ne- next, next year we'll, we'll work on uh, our puppet skills. I love it. I love it. Yes. So if you had your own death powers, mm. what mundane task would you uh, use them for? What a great question. That is, no one's done this one. That is a really great um, question. I like, it would be so easy. I I, it, I like how there's, it's that bewitched thing that they can do with the beetles when they swirl around <laughs> you and can change your hair and clothes and makeup. I don't know how they're doing it might be stickier. I think the ones Annie's like can feel kind of sticky. If you could, I think that I, I just, that'd be so easy and nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I would love for them to shave my legs, you know, (laughs) um, also just like sending them out the window in the morning to get like, um, a fountain diet Coke, you know, for (laughs) me would probably be top of the list. Be awesome. It, it's it's probably like a like a, a Cinderella type thing, like mm. but like very very miniature like Cinderella Cinderella. Yeah, uh, mm. uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you, so there's a, a a wide amount, a large amount of, of, of guest stars and, and guest voices. Mm. Um, so I, with that in mind, I want to ask: Do you have any dream folks that you? Not not trying to dig into season two, but uh, maybe like beyond. Like, are there any dream dream guest stars that you would like to have? I mean, we hit so many of the ones yeah. that were mine for this season. Um, I'm going to blow his name, but Jamie Dimitru, 
uh, who uh, I just have the biggest crush on him. And I was like, I can't wait. I want, I just, there has to be something for him in the show. And we had this British a band that's in one of, you know, there's a British band at the high school and Noel Fielding is one. And oh, nice. Jamie's it's called one. Conceived in Orlando. Yeah, they're called Conceived in Orlando. <laughs> and they Noel sings, it's really great. But that was like, I was so, that was just like a dream. I thought, oh, I'll never do it. Um, that was a really fun one. And then Jinx Monsoon yeah, was actually a huge, huge one that we were so us. excited. And she was so into it and like had watched the whole first season and really brought it. And I really will have to have her come yeah. back next time too. That was another one. I'm it's trying to think of anyone else. It's usually like some show I'm watching that I'm obsessed with, like Kieran Culkin, when he oh, yeah. said, yeah, he does a really big you know, turn he's this amazing. year and he's amazing. And that was so fun. To... Jason Cameron's in too. Yeah. And she, yeah, yeah she's in so the sad. mother's day episode, okay. which you saw. She's the like, witch. Oh. is Jay Smith Cameron. She plays okay. like a meanie, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> she's so nice. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know anyone so nice. like dream people. I'm not sure. I can't mm. like even think. I feel like we've had both seasons with people I'm so excited about. Yeah. Well, just just, just keep watching stuff and anyway. Like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That was like okay. first season. I was for the first season. It was what we do in the shadows. So oh. we had um, uh, Nat- uh, yeah. Natasha, Natasha. Dimish, Dimitru, and uh, what's his name, Harvey. Um, oh, Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. So they yes. were they were they so were great phenomenal. too. That was so. It's just like sort of comes from that. You know? Yeah. Maybe like um, the entire cast of Milf Manor um, <laughs> would be like a good get, or um, the organization experts from Hoarders would be uh, one. Secret dream of mine, you know. Or Britney Spears. Oh my god, that's gosh. a big one. Actually, a I really feel like she one. belongs on the show. We've never reached out to her, uh-huh. but I think that she's like. Yes. We'll, we'll send her. We'll send her a note. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can. I didn't meet her once. It was a real at the gym in like 2003. Wow. It was very exciting. Anyway, wow. yeah. Yeah, Paris Hilton's Chihuahuas. Maybe yeah. oh, yeah, it would yeah. be nice to get the voice acting yeah. up. Ghost, the ghost of Anna yeah. Nicole Smith. Is she available? Because yeah. it'd be good to get her on too. Yes. <laughs> Any of the orcas, you know, that are fucking shit up right now. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yes. We, we, we go into the bay periodically, like with the mics, just like, looking around to see get their get their side of the story. Yeah, take down those yachts, right? <laughs> uh, question for what is the bigger threat to society? Mm. Advanced technology death powers or the state of Florida. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, and, and if you want, you can prioritize it too, if, if the answer is too easy. Mm, yeah, like in the show? <laughs> in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. I mean, I feel like Florida's just going to like step in it. You know, like I just, I think they're just going to tumble back at, I think they're out of their league, Florida. They're just sinking. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like they're going to be underwater. Think, so yeah, I, think, I don't feel like that's the number one. No, I think I think the Earth is coming for Florida uh-huh. pretty quick. Yeah, um, that's we're true. We're going to be an island here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I think so. I guess. I guess just technology. Mm. It does seem pretty friggin' evil. <laughs> um, yeah, mm. I think it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Faster I don't know what we we're think, supposed to right? do about it. Yeah, that's the bad. Well, I mean, the world, you know, is getting less habitable for people and more habitable for AI. So, yeah. you yeah. know, maybe it's just their time. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, 
I, I was going to make a cyborg joke, but I, I didn't. I didn't flesh it out. Entirely, <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I, I appreciate you know the. the I will eat that half baked cookie, you know, and, and love it. Well, yeah. well, just know it was really funny, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh and die just die laughing. I'm like, oh, this guy's great. He's just hilarious. Not true. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So last last question we really have is uh, anything that uh, fans need to need to know going into season two and mm. and uh, maybe beyond. I mean, our, our finale is, is, is pretty exciting. I mean, I, our, you know, they go on a road trip. They've really never left the state of Florida and that that's become very clear. And that's a really bad omen that they need to, that their funeral home becomes overrun with mushroom spores that they have to, it's getting fogged and they have to leave. And I, it's kind of the biggest episode we've ever done, and I'm very excited for people to see it. And, and maybe it has a really hopeful ending about the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind of a cliffhanger. They're always like, are there any spoilers? I don't know if our show is like a spoiler-oriented. I, I don't really care for that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, we haven't really said what happens at the end, but it is pretty exciting. And, and I think, you know, it's a good place to leave them to come back into season three. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll give this message from Pete, and it'll make sense after you see the season. Hold on to your foreskin. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that's good advice for anyone. That's right. the only note I'm taking. <laughs> Allison, Alyssa, thank you so much for your oh, time. Thank you. Congratulations on the new season, and uh, thanks so much for talking to us. Such awesome. a pleasure. Thank, yeah. thank, thank you. you thank, thank you for you. what you do. Oh, thanks. And there we go. That was there it. it is. That that is uh, a, a delightful conversation, um, and and our first. I I feel like that was our very first in person interview uh, with, with with anybody with, really with because we do our podcast uh, long distance. We we, we anytime that we have inter- people on the show. No, we've done interviews with with fame, Jimmy J in person. All right, for interdimensional RSS, the, that was the first in-person. Interview. Okay, that, that was uh, that, yeah. That was our first animation relate. Well, no, I mean we interviewed Mitch in person. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch <laughs> this <Schauer>. is true. <laughs> yeah, again, apathetic enthusiasm exclusive. There, <laughs> okay. got to really dig into the uh, the archives for that one. Yeah, the archives. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, it was, it was it was it was very fun talking to both of them. Uh, and then right after the interview, we had the opportunity to go to their panel at San Diego Comic-Con. They did an hour-long panel where they they talked a lot more about the show, and did a Q&A, and then showed one of the uh, the premiere episode from, from the new season uh, for fans that were there attending the convention. So uh, really cool, really fun. If you want to hear even more about our time at San Diego Comic-Con, we have many more podcasts that are that are on their way, both on this channel with uh, Interdimensional RSS. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Rick and Morty panel specifically, as well as our general thoughts on uh, what Adult Swim brought to the table uh, ac- across the convention. Uh, and then also over on Apathetic Enthusiasm, we have some additional content there. Great times, great times all around. Great times all around. Uh, do us a do us a do us a favor. If if you liked if you like this interview, if you hated this interview, make sure you follow us on 
Instagram at Rick and Morty Pod. No longer Rick and Morty Podcast. That's a story for another time and another podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. But please, uh, please, please, we are we are rebuilding. We are a, we are sort of like a, a, a reborn teen mom on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. and, and we're really trying to make things right with our now teenage daughter. So if yes. you could head out to at Rick and Morty Pod and give us a follow over there. We would very much appreciate it. Very much appreciate it. Uh, but anyways, thank you for thank you for listening to this interview with Allison and Alyssa. And of course, of course, us. We don't, you don't care about us, but we appreciate yeah, all, yeah. all your support, all your time. Oh, Travis and has one more thing. To check out season two of Teenage Youth in Asia this Wednesday, July 26th, midnight Eastern on Adult Swim. That's it for this week. On That's it for this bonus episode. <laughs> and until next time. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. 